Minute six. Oh, I'm Richard. I'm Brian. And this is I Love You 3000 Minutes, the podcast where we time travel and game style through the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home. We're on the sixth minute of Iron Man 1, Mr. Richard. I'm just going to say we are not going to be time traveling. This is going to be a long and arduous process that you're coming with us for. (laughs) You are. (laughs) By listening to this, you've contractually obligated yourself to the next minimum eight years. If we release one minute every day. Because Vision says so. You have to listen to him. He is a Vision. So, for the audio listeners, I licked my lips real creepy. Check it out on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Richard, what happens at this minute? Do we get to see that word that you that was cut off from the last minute? What? There was a word on the magazine. On the magazine. Oh, oh. I misunderstood. The word is Braniff. Could be. Or no, Praniff. That's definitely a B. Or an R. Okay, Braniff. It's weird. I don't know what Braniff is, so I lo- wants to yeah. illuminate us like a light bulb. Yeah. And then a couple mi- seconds into a couple seconds in, we get another image with with uh, Obadiah looking as menacing as possible. That is as menacing as possible as you could possibly look. I just uh, assume that he's wearing a big cloak and holding a giant sword that he will swing on someone's neck. Yep, it's like they're kind of telling you, "Hey, this guy's up to no good." Immediately, <laughs> this guy's a bad bitch, which isn't a swear word. <laughs> Technically. They say he, Stark helped develop smarter weapons, satellite-guided missiles, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so in this minute, we go from that Forbes... What's it called? Front magazine page? cover. Magazine cover. <laughs> <laughs> to seeing Stark Industries. So now we confirm that he is the CEO of Stark Industries. We get Obasiah Stain clapping. Oh, I didn't... I forgot to mention this. But when he gets hit by the missile, he has a watch on his right hand, but I thought he was typing with his right hand. So is he a righty or a lefty? Let's keep that looking out for later minutes. But we get Obadiah staying clapping. He's got a signet ring, it looks like. So maybe he's a Kingsman agent on his right hand. Huh. The signet ring is traditionally worn on the left hand, but a Kingsman agent wears it on whichever hand is dominant. That was a direct quote from Kings and the Secret Service. And then we get more information about he's anointed CEO, King's Keys to the Kingdom, Tony ushers in a new era for his father's legacy. We get... What are these in the background? They're in a warehouse, clearly, but is this just like red flags in the back? Yeah, I think so. In, or red shipping shop? containers. Those are red shipping containers? It could be red shipping containers, I don't really know. Could be. This is the shot with... Tony Stark, uh, and the the bald man. I don't know why I've been calling him Obadiah Stane. So I literally, apparently, don't remember enough of the latter part of this movie. Does this guy have, if, you know, you had to guess, does this guy ever wear a super suit with blue on it? Do I have to guess? I don't have to guess. Is the, are you keying it up like I've been playing dumb, or do you yeah, want me to tell you? Yeah, I've been, I'm keying it up like oh. we've been playing dumb, yeah. You have, you have a weird feeling that he might wear a super suit with blue. Yeah. I, I have a, a weird feeling that he'll wear a super suit with gray. Okay. Strange, strange feeling. Okay. 
But then we get... What, what is this? What is this? Is this like an arc reactor? Probably. Before we get a missile that looks like the animatics in Avengers. Creating smarter weapons, advanced robotics, satellite targeting. SIX-45 is in the top left-hand corner. It says Missile Warfare, Storm 1200 Firearm, Protective Armor, ATGM, able to intercept a fast-moving aircraft. And it's a Tri-60 turbojet engine. Mach 1.1 is its range, plus 110 kilometers. What? How is a range Mach 1.1? So, at Mach 1.1... It can go 110 kilometers. Sure. Warhead weight is 240 kilograms, and then the navigation system is an active radar homing device. Yep. It's funny, because that same kind of uh, visuals for the targeting in that area reminds me a lot of Captain America Winter Soldier with the helicarriers. And then we get Tony Stark on the cover of Rolling Stone, a special double issue. And it says, Tony Stark wants to save the world with with a kind of knockoff American flag in the background. Would you agree? Red and white stripes? Yeah, sure. It's reminiscent. Uh, what's that pose? It looks like Bruce Lee, but not. It's well, like... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was inspired or unintentionally influenced by fighting because Robert Downey Jr. has a lot of fight training. But I just... Saw that as something cool, like it was cool. Yeah, no, it's yeah, like I, I look as cool as Robert Downey Jr. doing that right now. Let me make my hair look super cool. Oh God, no! You look like a zombie. Oh, you're so high right now, man. This is my roommate. <laughs> I almost farted to make that joke funnier to me. No, to me, it's like part Bruce Lee, part I'm a cat. Like, <laughs> like, I'm a cat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cat. I, now Pretty I believe. Now I do believe we need Iron Man back just so we can get him to say, "I'm a cat." Nope. And then we get all these shots of military photos coming together to make a real American flag before it cascades out in a nice little PowerPoint kind of transition. They call him a patriot like four times in the movie so far. <laughs> and it's like the most Air Force mwah thing. There's a great video about Captain Marvel and the political agenda, something like that. Look it up. It's not... There's like a hundred video essays on that. It's not about Brie Larson not liking men, even though the quote that everyone uses to prove that she immediately after says, And I don't hate men. It's the political connection to the Air Force. In this movie, uh, later on, Rhodey says, I would have killed to get this position, and they had him change that line because they didn't want to remind people that people in the Army have much higher rates of suicide and suicidal tendencies. Hmm. Um, It's just a great video essay about how their relationship to armed forces has molded the film's Possibly not for the better. But it's something just to watch and make up your own opinions on. But then we see it's the Apogee Award, and we're at Caesar's Palace, based on the stand that this 
lovely gentleman who I've seen in fighting and one of my favorite movies, Hustle and Flow, Terrence Howard, standing up. He says, as liaison to Stark Industries, I've had the unique privilege of serving with a real patriot. Says mm-hmm. patriot. He is my friend, and he is a great mentor. He is my great mentor. That's interesting that they set a Tony up as this gentleman, who I don't know what his name is. Mentor. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to present this year's Abigail Award. Do you know what the Abigail Award is? Nope. Me neither. I'll look for it in the comments. To Mr. Tony Stark. So we've been told Tony Stark. Now Tony Stark, Tony Stark, Tony Stark. Yep, and then it's basically that he's too good to show up at it for this piddly dink little award. And we get... Uh, and yeah, I guess to his perspective this is a piddly... What is it? Piddly dink. Piddly dink award. That's beautiful. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. If you... Put reviews on the Apple Podcasts, or if the other podcasts can do reviews, I don't know. We'll take the first hundred and give away a, give away a piddle dink. What is it? Piddly dink. Piddly dink T-shirt or whatever T-shirt we actually make. Um, but he says, Tony, like, <laughs> like a, uh, just a person being stood up on a date. It's like Tony. and we get the bald man in the audience just nope not even not gonna happen we see that that gentleman who had the red wine drank a little bit his wine's a little lower (laughs) good detail (laughs) and still it's like that table was had a spotlight on it the whole time now it's got one definitely because he's supposed to be coming to the stage but you see right before the minute cuts out Terrence Howard, whatever his character's name is, just mm, he it doesn't seem shocked. Mm-hmm. He just seems disappointed. So not only is he is Tony this guy's friend, his mentor, but clearly this guy is Tony's mother. That's his mother. Yep. Not mad, not surprised, just disappointed. But that's the end of that minute. Anything else? You want to say about the Caesar Palace? Nope, more exposition. More exposition. Uh, the bald guy who's clearly evil is like, you see, Tony Stark's a dick, right? He's not He's not here. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. so question, just guessing, do you think the Apogee Award is regularly held in Vegas or do you think Tony Stark I don't know. Had requested it to be in Vegas? So he could go to Vegas. If you had to choose one, just guessing, my guess is Tony was like, I'll accept it if it's in Vegas. He doesn't seem like... like craps tables <laughs> and any excuse to go to Vegas. I would say he doesn't seem like enough of a huge enough dick to say, move your whole event to Vegas for me. No? I, yeah, I know. I, I totally believe it. As a guy who's like, I'll be in your military convoy for whatever we're doing... But I gotta have a drink with fresh ice. Fresh ice and... <laughs> I gotta have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm Richard. I'm Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast. <laughs>